Hello, dearest listeners, whom some of you we connected with at our live show over the premiere episode of Beverly Hills, and some of you were addressing the first time after this monumental event. Oh, my God. What a show. I'm still recovering from that live. Oh, I was talking about Beverly Hills, but yes, what a show. What a show we put on. (laughs) Well, it was just so wild. I think it was our most unhinged yet, Casey, so that's why I— And this is coming off of we've had— red towel talk we've had we've confronted your ex-boyfriend and his ex-girlfriend that you cheated on we've had you barry more surprise you we've had a lot happen this this time you appeared in assless chaps and showed your buttocks um several Several times times. and jerry o'connell our guest (laughs) appeared in a different kind of setting you know i kind of envisioned him more at a desk or and instead Danielle, he was in a parking lot um, in his front seat of his car with two gargantuan, no, three, no, three, three another gargantuan dog dogs jumping all over him. And then at, like a clown car, both his children at different points came in from swim practice and then a security came guard over came over to make to sure that everything was because he was sitting in the middle of the And his children are weighing in. He's throwing on different sunglasses. It, it was... Chaotic, and and then Casey, Casey does something. I don't even. I feel like people have to watch. <laughs> I don't see it to believe it. Well, I was drinking a full fat coke, as you know. I always treat myself yeah, during show time. You got to keep that energy up, 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 Casey. And then, uh, God bless Brian Moyle and Jerry O'Connell. You know they had left. We had also heard from Joe Giudice. Yes. He's no longer in the vibrating business. As he's told but us, yes. yes, he told us, but. By the end of the show, look, I don't know what to tell you. I had to pee. And we did had we still had things to do in the show, and I still needed Casey there. You didn't just want me, and so Casey took the liberty to do what she usually does just in an automobile, and that is... I had a crystal glass with water um, next to me, and I just quickly slurped up all the water and pissed in it on <laughs> Guys, it was a show. <laughs> and we tell you... My grandparents can be so proud. Yes. People at home can see it. Now, I will say that because it was people— Through my space. I, it's amazing. Through my space. But it hole. was seamless, Casey. It was truly seamless. I had to wrap the spank slit kind of around the edges of the glass to I don't know that I want to know this. Okay, person. I'm so sorry. No, my husband was upset. Like, I was actually upset after. It was one of those things that was, like, out of body. Like, I thought it was funny. But then I was like, oh, no. What have I done and now what can Should I Should I have you know? had that feeling about being on an assless chaps? I didn't feel that way. Is that bad? No, you seemed very fine I with it. I was fine with it. Yeah. Oh, it was so, it was truly a dream. And I will say about these live shows, what I appreciate is, I was saying this to um, our my manager, our friend Christy Smith. It's, the show is us. Yes. Okay. Are we on talking, you know, everything, but the show is also <laughs> you all like in the chat. The live chat is so the funny. funniest fucking comments I have ever seen that we're also just like reading as we go. It's a conversation between a community of like-minded and individuals. And I will say that when the pandemic first started and we started to do these live shows from home, I was worried that like we wouldn't, because my favorite thing is the audience interaction, like how we get to talk with you guys and hear what you have to say. And I was worried about that. And I'm going to say that these are even better on some level because we really we hear more from you and we get to interact more from you 
from like through the oh, chat. Oh yeah, in a live show, like so, a couple people come to the mic, you know, for their boots on the ground. But but this was neck. Seeing you guys in the chat discussing with each other and like arguing and going back and forth, but all in like great fun was truly tremendous. And if you would like to see the show, it is still available on video on demand. Go on Danielle and I's Instagrams. It's going to be up till Tuesday. Or go to loop, and loop. Enjoy it, and please no tagging because I tell a couple stories I haven't told on the podcast. And please no um, photographing assless. Yeah, chaps assless. Or, so go or go to loop.com, guys. If you go to our Instagram or urine. Or urine. <laughs> yeah, it's on loop.com. Uh, Danielle, there's one more thing I want to just say. I have to because we have an iconic guest that we need to just usher right in. And we have to just get to Beverly Hills because it's just so pressing. And by the way, number one show on iTunes. And I feel like we can all take that I feel like we contributed to that, so I will take that on. Thank you. Absolutely will. But I I had to go out of town this week, and I'm not going to say what happened because this will play at another live show. I'm not going to say why I was there. I'm not going to give any details, Danielle. But I did have an encounter, a long encounter with the housewife. Now, you had reached out to this housewife some seven months ago. Yeah, a long time ago. A long time ago. Through email, because we've had interactions with this housewife. We have their contact Mm -hmm. information. Mm -hmm. So I reached out in a very friendly way and and said, like, could we film a little something with you? Mm -hmm. And we heard back five days ago. And said she just simply hadn't seen it. and But then we started texting up a storm. Next thing we know, I'm at Sonia Morgan's home. <laughs> and by Sonia Morgan's home, I mean Carson Kressley's apartment that she is living in for the summer. It's just wild. Guys, <laughs> I met Quincy. I met her gorgeous assistant. I love this woman, Danielle, with every ounce and every fiber of my being. And I cannot wait to show you all our collab. <laughs> Okay, because it was a collab, Danielle. It really was. I mean, we were just, I, I did not get to be there. I was not there um, because it happened so you fast. Were there in I spirit. was there in spirit and trying to um, get someone to film you. <laughs> it happened within, I would say, 45 it minutes. Literally, Casey was like, this is what's happening. I'm going here. I'm like, I will find someone to film us. <laughs> like, it happened so Fast. And you came through. So we got it together. So I was there in spirit. And I was, when I tell you, Casey, I was waiting with baited breaths for updates. Like I was at like a kid's birthday party, but I was still like on the phone, like looking for updates. I appreciate that. It was glorious. And she texted me after, Danielle, I think I sent it to you. It was so sweet. She texted me. I don't know. You know, sometimes like I will say this gen- totally seriously. Not having like a mom in my life who's like your cheerleader, there will be just just kind of snatches of moments where like a, a woman older than you, that you know, kind of mom figure, will just like say some things that really mean a lot to me. And she just texted me after and was like, "I can't tell you how much fun I had with you. You're so beautiful and kind." And, and, she and it said was you're so, so talented. Too. I know it touched me so much, and I was just so appreciative of her time. And I just I love her, love her. She's the greatest we have. She really is as a human and as a housewife. Um, I'm so excited for you guys to see the footage. I'm excited to see the footage. And yeah, and I mean, I love Carson's apartment too. Look you great? Know, let's not leave that out. Of Real course, quick, Casey, and then we will get to our guest. Speaking of, you just reminded me of yeah. older women that we want to be our moms. And so I went to go yeah. see our dentist the other day, who I'm Dr. Linda Siegel, DDS, Beverly guys, Hills. This woman, and I, I have so I have a lot of around dentists and I have a lot of like panics and I didn't go for a few years and I'm back at it. But like, I have a lot of trauma around dentistry. 
Anyway, so Casey introduced me to her dentist because she has trauma as well. And this woman is... I know to talk about dental trauma is <laughs> no. I am. I'm laughing just because it sounds so it crazy, does, but, it's but it's so, so very real, real. It's so visceral to me. And so I love this woman so much, so that like anytime I have an appointment, I go. I never cancel. Like I, I'm like, and especially sometimes I just have the hygienist, and she's great too. But I really like to get into doctor. I'm gonna give a shout out to Darwin hygienist who listens and is a doll. Yes, I'd l- and we talk housewives the whole time. I've got my mouth open. I'm like. It's ama- so anyway, so I had to get a cavity filled, sadly, and I and I asked for gas, which does not come on my insurance. I have to, like, pay separately for fucking gas, and I'm like, gas me well, up. You know, I pay for it, and they wheel it in every time for a cleaning day. Really? I get gas for the cleaning. <laughs> well, so I got yeah. gas for cavity filling, and when I tell you— When he's flossing me, I'm like, turn it up. It was the greatest. It's the greatest. But the entire time, what's going in my mind, the entire time as I'm saying this— don't tell Dr. Siegel you love her. Don't tell Dr. Siegel you love her. Like, I have to repeat that in my mind mm. because I will say that to her because I love her so much. And I'm trying not to scare her away. Danielle, that's so sweet. I, I have to say, I see such a kinship between you and Dr. Siegel. Do you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I really do. She's the kindest, most elegant, gorgeous woman I and so her. kind. So kind. And didn't make me feel bad that I hadn't gone, like, because mm-hmm. I have, like, guilt and, like, it's just so much stuff. Again, all tied together. And the way that she made me feel, I was like, I, I just love her. And she makes me feel okay. so relaxed. Oh, does the gas but she sure. really makes me she's a wonderful dentist and I'm I know and I had to stop myself from telling her I loved her during my you know what I say why stop yourself oh Casey I can't make her uncomfortable what if she doesn't want to see me again? okay I didn't tell you this but it's so funny Danielle speaking of telling someone you love them okay I just have to quickly tell you so Danielle not three days before I did my filming with Sonia Morgan okay this is completely random. I send an email to a male celebrity friend. It's quite out of the blue. It's like one of those things like like you're saying in a way with Dr. Siegel. It's just like, oh, I just want to tell this person. I'm yeah, thinking about yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Subject line I write, thinking about you. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Body of the email. Body of the email. I just want you to know how much love I'm sending you and your family right now. So much love coming at you. Love, Casey. Okay. Send. That sounds, no, don't even think yeah, about it. Yeah, I wouldn't it. think about that. Okay? That sounds like a nice email. Yeah, it, it just send, you know, no problem. Now, cut to I'm now at Sonia Morgan, Morgan's house. You had gotten us a lovely camera person named Jack Frederick, okay? Lovely gentleman. Now, I have not seen Jack Frederick in four years when we filmed a video with the realtor from um, Lori, New York. yeah, Lori, the realtor. Lori, of course. Met Jack Frederick one time then. Now here we are four years later. Now here we are three days after I've sent that email to a friend. Okay. All of a sudden, I'm like getting his Venmo and I'm like, Jack Frederick, Jack Frederick. For some reason, it's just something's ringing a bell in like the depth of my soul. (laughs) I just give him a quick like search in my Gmail. And I'm as horrified as you could possibly be to see. I had sent that email to Jack Frederick. No, Casey, no. (laughs) Yes. Why on earth? How? Why? Now, Jack Frederick had written me back. And even at that point, I didn't think, oh, this is not 
my friend. So Jack wrote you back to the email thinking of you and your family? Life is just like moving at breakneck speed, Danielle. You know what I mean? Like everything I'm reading, I, I cannot keep my hands and mitts on like one thing. I'm so flaky. So I see this email back from him. He doesn't sign it. So in my head, honestly, I just saw the subject thinking of you. And I'm like, oh, my friend wrote me back. To which what, Jack? Frederick, lovely gentleman, gentleman, wrote back Danielle. Okay, this is, and he's also like very good looking and <laughs> again, met him one time four yes. years ago. He writes back, wow, Casey, dot, dot, dot. Oh my gosh, this is so unexpected. Yeah. And he goes, but also so lovely. And he goes, I wish I could be more like you, just sending love into the world. And he goes, but you know what? I'm going to choose to receive it. And thank you so much. Right back at you. Danielle, so embarrassing. So then I had just spent two hours with him, not acknowledging that I sent him basically like a love letter. <laughs> and Sonia Morgan was so taken with him. Do you know what she said when he left? Come back and see me sometime. Just ring the bell three times. Ah! Ring the bell three times. I love it. Jack, Jack Frederick. Frederick. We finally Frederick. touched down on that. That is so insane. Jack Frederick, Dr. Linda Siegel, we love you all. I love all of our listeners. We are back in one second with the most iconic guest, Seaway. Please welcome Z-Way. Hello. Thank you guys for having me. I love doing this show. I feel like I'm back at the Vatican. Oh. Oh. Well, we last had you when you were live. I mean, you came on our live show in New York looking uh, like... Like a million bucks. Yeah. And then you gave a reading of a Kelly Ben Simone monologue that honestly for the ages, the people should be doing it in drama school. And it was like a bit of a cold read that we threw you and you turned it into, uh, yes, you're right, Danielle. That should be like what, what students study. Thank you. Thank you. I was, I, uh, interestingly enough, I was um, photographed for your favorite, in your favorite publication, the Daily Mail, literally right before I showed up at your event. Now, that makes me so happy and so sad because <laughs> it feels like I was probably like walking into, you know. But. And they were like, oh, just regular folks. Just keep, keep it moving. They're like, sorry, we just see Madewell jeans and like a Zara top and we're good. In fact, I stopped. I was like, oh, you guys need this. And they're like, keep it moving. Keep it moving. Please <laughs> keep, keep going. going. Now, see, wait, I saw you. Okay. Yes. Two separate occasions that I want to take you to task for, actually. Oh, wow. You know, wow. you put people in the hot seat on your show. Okay? So, like, I hate to flip turn the tables and about something so inconsequential. Your show is really plumbing the depths of our, you know, um, the, the worst society, parts of our yeah. society and humanity. But I guess I do feel I have to mention two things. Yes. So, when I was in New York, uh, I guess two times ago, we went to dinner and you said, and I quote, I'm bringing a friend. Now, I said, great. Great. You know, wonderful. Any friend of Z-Ways. Any friend of Z-Ways is a friend of mine, of course. But, like, I'm thinking a pal from college, you know, like a gal you grew up with. Like, mm. I, you know, I don't know. And then you hit me with a huge celeb. <laughs> okay? You hit me with Emrata. And I just, like, I just need a heads up when I'm going to be amongst a celeb of that caliber over Bolognese, you know? <laughs> I thought it would, be, it would be casual because you guys um, are co-stars in the film Gone Girls, That's uh, right. directed by David Fincher. So I thought That's it right. was casual. And you, you are right, because we did pal around during that time um, on our off days. We did genuinely, but I hadn't seen her. I want to know, did she, and I mean this from the bottom of my soul, with no hurt, 
did she remember you? <laughs> you know, look, I think she did, but it might have been some prompting from Z-Way. I'm not sure. <laughs> But no, she was lovely and and fun and I loved her book. And so so that's number one, just like one headline, just like a just a text, just one word, you know, to get my mind right. And then number two, I saw you at the Vanity Fair Oscar party. Yeah. Oh, that's <gasps> right. I forgot about that. How wild. Well, it was a brief bl- blow by and you were again with Emrata. <laughs> I did not make it to the Vanity Fair Oscar party. I only went to the I, w- I was at the governor's ball wow. where the lesser where the lesser stars wow. were. It was me and um, I don't know uh, some guy named Steven Spielberg. Anyway, carry on. Okay, I feel like at the governor's ball, people are like getting up from their seats and walking through it to get to their cars. Wow, Is that- exactly. people are stopping by. They're sort of like grazing the tables. They pick up like an Oscar lolly <laughs> and then like make their way to Vanity Fair. <laughs> But, you know, I was feeling so good at Vanity Fair. I'm like, I can't believe I'm here. Look, it was a very last minute invitation. But, you know, we can't get into those details. And then I saw you and you had to raise the bar yet again. And you were like, where are you going after this? Like, let's get out of here. (laughs) You know, it was like, I'm off to here. And I'm like, okay, so Danielle's at the governor's ball. I'm at Vanity Fair. But you're going like, where the hell were you going? Honestly, I, I, I felt like chaotically I was going somewhere, but I was really right there in the present with you and your okay. lovely husband and Timothy Chalamet. It was, it was yes, yes, I was actually, we were, um, we were written up about, um, and it said, Z-Way and Emrata seen speaking to Timothy Chalamet, who had a great outfit. And it's like, damn. Damn. <laughs> we were not the focus of that conversation. So even, you know, stars are just like us. We're, we're all someone next to someone. Right. We're all a party below or a party below, a party above. Now, it seems that the governor's ball, it was an older crowd. Oh, God. <laughs> it was me. It was okay. Dame Judy Dench. Ooh, you know, that's cool. I feel right at home. Use, as you know, we love Closer Magazine, which is the yeah. Us Weekly for Elders. Oh, guys, I did see. Have you never read Closer Magazine, Z-Way? I've never heard of that. I, I thought that was like a show on uh, TNT. No, there is a magazine that is made for me. Hudson News Only. Like just, it's literally a woman. The 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 stars of last week were like Rock Hudson and Jill St. John. You know what I mean? Like stars of our past. They're like, what's happened? Literally. And then I saw like the side, you know, the side panel where on like Us Magazine would be like, oh, what's Timothy Chalamet up to? It was like Jackie Gleason's love story. <laughs> like who is? Wow. It's never not trying to figure out the Natalie Wood. You wow. know. Past. It's like Vivian Lee's torturous past. Yes. It's like Lena Horne's love life. You're like, okay, <laughs> like we're in a different time. Yeah. And every once in a while, they'll have on a young buck like Reba McIntyre. Like they'll, you know, be like, Ooh, <laughs> the up and comer. <laughs> it's wild to think that one day that like ba- Bad Bobby or like Doja Cat is going to be on the oldies radio station. Like I'm kind of losing my mind. Ah, yes. <laughs> Do you think like 60s music, like oldies now, we will just take like the best three songs from that that'll be played like down the line and the rest will fall away? Like we'll run around Sue, be, yeah, yeah. you know, will the four tops still be with us? We're going to be hearing a lot of Flo Rida on the old right, oldies. Station. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Like, like, right round, baby, right round. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
Okay, Z-Way, tell us about the season of your show, please. Yes. Oh my gosh. So season, I mean, it's iconic. We have really great guests like my classmate, Chester Marlon Hanks. Amrata is a guest. In How the- dare you call him Chester Marlon? Ch- that's, his, that's his name. Get it right. Chester Marlon Ch- Hanks. Chet Hanks, and he takes off his shirt for a segment, but it's, you know, yes. we spend 20 minutes together and we taped for two hours. And what did you guys, where, where did you guys touch down? Like, what, was there common ground found between you and Chet? You know, I think we can both respect each other's iconic perspectives. And that's what I love about my show is that it's a meeting of the minds, you know. Chet, Adam Pally, Mia Khalifa, Amrata, we're all coming together to say, hey, I have opinions. <laughs> I love it. I love I love that you had chat. I love it so much. And your show is so good. It's such a, we said this last year, but it's just such an amazing mix of formats and you and you're singing and you're, you're interviewing and you're so fucking funny in the moment with people. And I love that you're challenging people, but in a way that's like so funny and also, but also like putting people on the spot, but in a, in a great way. It's just so particular to you and so special. I love the show. Thank you. And I also, so find that there's like even though you're interviewing some people that are controversial at some points like it doesn't feel like there's judgment at the you know what I mean you're just letting people be themselves and you're sort of celebrating the bad the good the ugly all of it and and letting them hang themselves in a beautiful way and just yeah it's on showtime yes streaming now Exactly. This comes out this week. So the guest this week is Alana Glazer for our global warming episode. But it's uh, going to be great. We have Katja Zlamalichkova, the drag queen, for our Pride episode along with Adam Pally, who we confront, our first ever repeat offender. Um, it's going to be <laughs> wild. Yeah. Yeah, Adam was scarred by the episode, but also titillated and and felt triumphant. I've never heard him describe a situation with such myriad amount of feelings. Adam absolutely was he was so funny and so confrontational I've never allowed a man to talk to me the way Adam Pally talked to me in front of those cameras and you will see it you will watch it on our pride episode yeah he that's how he does you know but there's there is something about him it's like he is an inherent mensch that you're like I guess I'm allowing this he has a great energy Great, yeah. great energy. Yeah, even when he's like very rude. <laughs> Thank you. Oh wait, Luann De La Seps is um Oh, yes. Luann De Lesseps is in, in the same episode as Mia Khalifa and Amrata. Um, yeah, it's, and she is What wild. a triumvirate. What a trio. I know. She, what we talk about, we talk about, we talk about, we mentioned it all. Um, she's great. She's a game. She, we're like, it, we do a game show together about empowering women. And she tells us about how often she checks her bank account and the empowering effects of, you know, Diana Ross costumes. It's, it's a wild ride. Oh, you really, you talked to her. <laughs> I'm very curious how she wiggles her way out of that one. Oh, yeah, what, what, what was her, uh, her take on that? She, I mean, she has an iconic perspective. Luanne <laughs> de la Seps is, she, what I like about her is she's a true professional. She gets up, on, like, gets to set and she is ratatata, dazzle dazzle, choop doop Like, she is performing from tip to tail and you feel that energy and it's really, really fun piece. Life is a cabaret, it seems. Life is a cabaret. I should have, I didn't ask. Well, she plugged a lot of, she wore statement jewelry and she plugged maybe six or seven of her brands just to give you guys a little insight into our conversation. Okay, so did Luann, when she was mentioning products, was it like gracefully woven in or kind of? The, the, the Countess is the most graceful woman I've ever met. I, so it was, it was, I mean, after the fifth or fourth, yeah, definitely. Got more graceful with each plug. 
I loved it. I loved it. I love it too. Yeah. It's wild. Danielle and I, we just did a live show and we did like the most janky green screen work you've ever seen. And we inserted ourselves in her Christmas video. Oh my God. What do I want for Christmas? And we were doing the part where all the girls have their fingers on the globe and like Ebony and Leah look like they're just like wandered in. And it was very fun. Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, Z-Way, shall we get into Beverly Hills? Oh my gosh, I am absolutely shook by Sutton, who I believe is one of the greatest housewives we've ever encountered in the history of housewives. Wow, okay. Hot take, hot take. Can you have her on season three? Because I think she'll fall trippingly into many landmines, but maybe resurface triumphant? We, we follow each other and we have exchanged words privately. I mean, I, the, when, when Garcelle gave her an endorsement, suddenly I had to look at this woman who said that she saw no color and think, hmm, maybe this is a perspective I can understand. <laughs> I know, well, when she and Garcelle were kind of flitting about Miami, I had to think, huh, you know, huh? Because I did Garcelle's show one time and she asked me, who do you think is the most problematic? Really? Like, housewife. This was last year. And I said Sutton and she really came down on me. She was Wait, like... really? Yes. She was like, that is absolutely not true. Like, Sutton loves all people. Sutton's empathetic. Like, she was like, Sutton's my number one. And now we're really seeing that. I feel it. But I understand Sutton is just centered in herself. And yeah. that is who that woman is. But to, I mean, to bring receipts to a birthday dinner to call out the host, I mean, it doesn't get more wild and bombastic than that. Sorry, <laughs> it doesn't. So you think, did she anticipate Lisa trying to pull like some, she unless, was just like, I'm just going to bring it. Unless she had a printer in her purse. Which I could see, yeah, yeah. Maybe a Birkin. But no, she absolutely knew Lisa was going to come sideways, and she also came sideways. And so suddenly we have an unstoppable force meeting an immovable object. This is like math. That's a formula. Yes, yes, yes. I love her pauses with her pursed red lips. Like when Kyle confronted her at her store, which reminds me of Happy Endings. Uh, Alicia Cuthbert had a store called Shayla that not one person went in, and it feels like that. But... When Kyle's like, you're incredibly unempathetic. Like our friend was held at gunpoint and you, I mean, that was one of the darkest things I've ever seen. And she's like, I don't. And then just lots of pauses. And she's like, Kyle, I don't like guns. I I don't like robberies. I know. What was going on with her there, you think? I don't know. I don't. Do you think that Sutton is invested in this? Do you think that she believes this happened or why is she being so obtuse i see what you're saying she couldn't yeah because she has not dropped into the reality of what has happened here no 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 if my friend was held at gunpoint and i believe that my friend was held at gunpoint i would not say i have bigger problems my designer can't get in the country that would not be the first thing that i personally would say do you think she's trying to be funny like in the sense of like, I am coming off as a rich bitch and a, this is how, like almost playing a character. Like this is how a rich bitch I don't think she's, do. like she's got the smart smack in it. Like I don't think she's that premeditated. Yeah, to me she's like a baby looking in the mirror for the first time. <laughs> and <laughs> like it's, it all kind of, the emotions are reading. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think she just genuinely was like, I got my own problems. Like, that's the fact, too. Like, there's a lot of facts. I mean, they're all narcissists, but they all have an awareness of the camera. Did she just, like, I just think I know how I was coming off. I think she was genuinely worried about that designer. She was genuinely, yeah, she's, but, but to have her double down in that conversation, that's, what is that? I think she's a monster. I I really do. I think she she lacks empathy, but then Mm. at points we've seen her like take Erica to the spa. Like that was one nice moment I was trying to think back of like, I just think she's not well. I believe that if we gave Sutton the Turing test, she would not pass. (laughs) I believe that she might be a robot. She might be a robot. And it was also very awkward to me. I don't know why. I can't put my finger on it, but when she went to the pancake cake shop. Oh, I want a cake. I want yeah, Lady M. I want that cake so bad. I looked it up. I looked immediately it up. looked it up. Yeah. And they it have, costs like a hundred dollars. Yeah, of course. That is splashed all over the website, of course, now. Cause I'm like, I mean Oh really? Yeah, oh yeah. She's like splashed. but I want it and I will. I would love the pancake cake company, and I think it's a crepe crepe. Crepe cake? Sorry, not a crepe crepe, a crepe cake. It's a crepe cake, but the crepe cake, you have to freeze it and then defrost it for four hours before you can eat it, which, so there's a, it's, a, it's expensive and there are a lot of steps. Okay. And Sutton's got the time for those steps. Honey. All yeah. she's got is time. All she's Now, can we talk about Jareet? Now, when I tell you, I, I, I was, I kind of, I felt like we touched down with her past a lot more. Oh, that's right. The bee. Yes, and Shalom and and all of that. And the Israeli army, like things were clicking for me a little bit more. Now where, and this is not even judgment. It's just almost interesting, genuinely interesting. And, and PK said like you compartmentalize. But I am just trying to think like when I really look at that timeline, she's at Harry Hamlin's dinner one, like not 24 hours or 48 hours after she's held at gunpoint. Like that's either crazy strength. I don't know what that is. I would have moved out of LA I, I don't know where I'd be. And that's, I'm not saying that makes me like more, I, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, wow, she's genuinely like, I love this bolognese. Like, I'm happy to be seated next to Harry. Do you think that it is compartmentalizing in a sense where it's like, I can't be with that? <sighs> because I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying that like- That's what I mean. I'm not either. She's literally just like, I have a career to do. I have things to do. This is my job. I have to do my job. Because again, I haven't been through anything as terrible as that. And so I don't know how I would react. But I have been through my own terrible things. And this ability, or not even ability, but this force. You're very good at that, Danielle. I I have that a little bit too, which is like. Where I continue on. I just split my head in half. And I'm like, I have a job to do. I have a kid to raise. I have a, you know, so I just get in this mode where I'm not taking it on per se. And I'm not saying that is so traumatic. I've never had a gun held to my head. Like I can't even imagine what that is. What do you think Z-Way or you don't want to wade into these waters? Well, I, I've never had that experience, but I have had a coat stuck in customs. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What? So you've had Sutton's experience, <laughs> I've except had Sutton's not a experience. person. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Dorit, so I really like Dorit. I really, I think she's very endlessly entertaining. I, I, so I wish her the best. I wish her well. I think her children are adorable. So that, that's, that's what I'll say. I don't know. How do you process something so traumatic? It's terrible. Like I, maybe call me naive, but I just don't think anyone would make that up. But I, so I have a lot of empathy for her, honestly. Oh, me too. Really? I, I, I absolutely do too. And I 
to be clear, I'm not suggesting she was out, out at dinner because it didn't happen or whatever. It, yeah. I, I'm just like, if anything, I'm like impressed that she's kind of like has the presence to, to just like go and 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 be there. But how did you bounce back from the coat? Did you ever get it back? No, I tweeted angrily. Um, and then, and, and I never got the coat. I'm so and sorry. And so really trauma affects us all. And that's the, the you never know what someone's going through. And that's no. why. <laughs> and I would like to issue, and Danielle, we'll do this after the fact, but a, a trigger warning about that coat. Especially for people yeah. that have coats, you know, in colder climate, you know, like we have to be sensitive and just at the beginning of that, say like, look. Coats will be discussed. Customs. And this doesn't have a happy ending that I think can put people at ease. But we, we have to accept that like some things, you know, while Diana's life may be perfect, some of some of others are not, you know. Can we talk about Diana? I'm, she's the only housewife I've ever been jealous of. How about that? Wow, go on. I've never, ever felt jealousy at a housewife. And then I look at Diana's life and I'm like, damn, she got it all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she got a man. She got a beautiful baby. She's like six or seven houses. She had the experience of like coming from the Cold War, experiencing it all and then living life as Cinderella. Oh, beautiful. It does feel good. And I don't begrudge her one, one person no. working in her home. She's living like a Downton Abbey-esque, like a crew of people and then also just seeming to sit very comfortably on the floor with the baby and her young gentleman. And I believe that baby knows her. You know, sometimes when you have a housewife and you're like, does that child know you? Like, I know this is for the camera, but I'm not seeing recognition in the eyes of the child. Mm. Uh, you know, like you could just be another person in this household. I believe Diana and that baby have hung out before. And that's nice. And that's nice. That felt good to me. Now, apparently, Diana, we're going to go off the rails. Are we? What do you mean? I don't know. I read that people are saying she's going to become, like, the biggest villain. I mean, I think things are going to really take a turn from here. Well, she said it in the trailer. You're looking for a villain? I'll be your villain. I love it. that was the baddest thing I've ever heard. I was jealous of that, too. I, uh, I thought to myself <laughs> at that line, she is who Erica thinks she is. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you could feel, you could, seeping out of Erica, you could feel the sort of, not resentment, but sort of um, wish I was you yes! vibe. We need someone like Diana right now because Erica thinks she's the baddest bitch in town. She thinks that she is. Slander? Yes, that she has overcome this thing and triumphed <laughs> over this thing that happened to her. Yeah, it's like we're actually just at the start of this, Erica. Yeah. Like this issue. So she's is not... just like, I've lived through it. I've come through. Yeah, like we're not in Fairfax the way Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are. Like we're at the beginning of this and she's like, we're good. Yes. My favorite part is when like last at the premiere when she's like, look it up. <laughs> and the, the poor like producer who's coaching her through her confess testimonials like okay I don't know man like what do you just just answer the question yeah he's like I'm having a little trouble like finding stuff um <laughs> now we saw an appearance by Mikey and we haven't seen Mikey in a while oh yeah do you think Mikey was there a while or was that like a quick stop by or is Mikey just tried and true I I don't know because Mikey was on like the pussy the find the next pussycat doll show so he's had a couple couple credits before Erica, but they seem to be friends. So it's good to have people in your life who will support you thick and thin. Uh, but again, he's on the payroll. And if it's Mikey Minden, hey. But he's on the hey. payroll. So still? I assume. That's my question, Danielle. Is this, are we pro bono now? 
I, just to get on camera, maybe. Because I do... I'm not saying this to to, to be rude, and it's going to seem like it, but there, it, it is just wild to have seen Erica's old life. I mean, we've seen the chapel and, like, the way her clothes were hung to just see a dress kind of, like, draped over the corner of a bed that she, she was going to wear, and I just felt seven people hard. in her room to go out I for know. dinner, and I'm like, she's living higher on the hog than I am. You that's know? definitely true. That's definitely true. Her house is bigger than mine. Yeah, that's like a $2 million house at least still. I mean, but you do live in New York, Seaway. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> this one little mango chip cost me $44,000. I have those. I was eating those this morning from Costco. I fucking love those. <laughs> Kirkland yes. Signature Organic Mangoes Plug. Plug, plug, plug. plug, 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 plug. <laughs> Z-Way, can we talk about your style? And and I just have to pivot to you now because I, I much like Erica and Diana, have jealousy towards you in a very friendly way, which is like, tell me everything. Like, your stylist, how often are we getting into the club? How much do you participate? I'm an active participant, but I am a collaborator like through and through. So I come to my stylist with an idea like I want to look like Kim Possible. I want to look <laughs> like the the like stepsisters in Cinderella. And she takes what is literal like nonsense and turns it into an iconic look. And how did you find who who is this? Yeah, gal? how did you find her name is Pam Shepard. We worked together on my first show ever, The Rundown with Robin Thede, like in 2016. And we just stayed friends over the course of the years. And when I got my TV show, she was one of the first people I called. And is she also Pam there Shepherd. on your TV show, but she also there for red carpet? Like she's with you yes, all yes. the time. Yes. So Oscars, that Oscars look, Sergio Hudson was her. Yeah, man. She's, she's great. What's wild is, did you guys know that Erica Jane inspired, inspired my style back in the day? But I don't even like to talk about that anymore. No. Wow. Well, but we do need to talk about it here. <laughs> you have to. You can't just bring that up and not. Yeah. So really, Mikey Minden inspired your style. I would say that Mikey Minden is my biggest source of inspiration. But the difference is when you take away Erica's style, when you take it away, like when you take away your style, Z-Way, you're still Z-Way. Z-Way is still mm. Z-Way under there. There Thank is, you. you're there. Z-Way's an energy. Yeah. yeah. Erica Jane, there's, I'm sorry, there's nothing there. She's just kind of a bitch. Yeah. I feel that And way. I mean, her laughing maniacally, terrifying. <laughs> you fuck off. That was terrifying. I've never been more scared in my life. <laughs> The amount of Daily Mail photos they have of her shuffling to that kind of wrought iron gate getting pizza boxes delivered is, I don't even, I'll just say that. There was also a Daily Mail uh, of, of... Y'all love the Daily Mail. Did you, did you guys get sponsored? No, and it's right-wing <laughs> propaganda as well. Know that. Know that. The way you say your guests, you see all their perspectives. Anyway. <laughs> Like, I just know that I'm just reading the showbiz. If you head on over to news, it's alarming. <laughs> Sorry, Daniel. Oh, it's okay. Um, but Teddy Mellencamp was also, like, shuffling to her door to get, like, a pizza box. But she just gotten a, a neck lift. So she's, like, totally, <laughs> she's, like, got an ace bandage, like, wrapped around her face, also shuffling to her oh door. Oh, my gosh. Did you see Teddy Mellencamp in the trailer for next week? Just taking a video of Kyle with her little brunette hair. Tough. 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 Just kidding. Tough, we we tough. love and support Teddy Mellencamp. I love every child of a celebrity is my friend. I support them. I champion them. They are You my like rock. the Nepo babies. Uh, yes. And I don't even call them Nepo babies. I think that's derogatory. I think that's a slur. Oh, I refer me. to them as famous babies. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that that's that different, but I appreciate <laughs> that perspective. Um, <laughs> now, Z-Way, I really want to, like, 
I actually think, and I'm not joking, I think mm. Erica Jane would be a great guest for you because I think you could start off by the truth of like, I, I really love your style and like I used to blah, blah, blah. But then really kind of drill down with her on like, where is the empathy? Where were you coming from? Where are you at? I just yeah. think it could be a great guest. I Trust me, I would love to interview Erica, Erica Redacted. Um, I, we'll see if she'd ever like to come on my show. There, I would like to interview every Beverly Hills housewife, honestly. I think that what a chaotic group of women. What would you ask Kyle? What would I ask Kyle? I ask her, I would like to know the truth about the Halloween bangs. (laughs) (laughs) Of all the questions. Not about Kim, not about the house. Did she steal the house? Not about Big Kathy, about the Halloween bangs. Yes. Okay. And what would you ask Lisa Rinna? Oh, I'm, guys, so do y'all like Lisa Rinna? Be honest, cause she works me up. I don't know why. I, uh, why I do not. I would ask her why. I find her to be like inconsistent. I think she needs like an Eileen Davidson there to like call her out and be like, "Yo, you're not making sense, dude. Like, come on. Like, I'm trying to help you." Um. So I would ask her, please, please. Why are you like this? I miss, I, I miss the old version. I liked her season four. Season I did five, too. Season she was softer. She was great. Like. The, the tipping point was Munchausen's. That's when she lost me. Yeah. She, yes. She kind of, she, all I will say with certain people, like she's in the DMs when anyone says anything about her on Watch What Happens Live. And I just think she's coming for people left, right, and center. I'm just kind of like, you know, I, I mean, I get what Sutton said was inflammatory, but the way she works everything up of like in front of Harry, like you mess with me for one thing. It's like, that's actually not one thing. She comes for everyone. But like, if you mess with Harry. No, that doesn't make sense. Because like, Harry whole, doesn't care. No, but she brought Harry into it with Garcelle and the pasta sauce. She said, Harry's upset you didn't. So you can't wield him as a weapon and then use him as a shield. Pick one. Harry's, Harry does not give a fuck about the pasta sauce or about any of this. And also, this is the new thing on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is calling each other out about charities. This has become the new fashion of like, you know what I mean? Like, my charity, your charity. You didn't do this for my charity. You didn't pay for this charity. Did Garcelle give the check? Yes. Did um, Oh, my yeah. gosh. What I thought Lisa Rinna should have been saying is, what I'm embarrassed about is that I didn't pay for my own ticket. I'm not even sure what they were saying. So I, I was still trying to like get my head around. So basically- Don't even, Danielle, it's hard to get your head around it. <laughs> she, she bought the table. She bought, what did Garcelle said? She bought the table. She bought the table. Love that. Love my girl. I love that Garcelle was just like, we're leaving. And she's like, show her the receipts. Like Garcelle was right there with Sutton. Now, Crystal loves a structured shoulder. Okay, but do I, so- I know people have strong opinions about Crystal. I do love our girl. I think that she she's just, a, you know, she's a slow simmer. We're rooting for her. I hope she can bring it this season because I like my girl Crystal. I would say I'm surprised people have strong feelings about her because she's gorgeous. But she hasn't been bringing that much to the table thus no. far. And I think she does later in the season when Erica Jane says to her, like, oh, you think it's cool to care about victims. And she's like, bitch, I don't think it's cool. That's not what I'm saying. It's empathetic. I really like when Sutton did make me laugh when she said in a drawl to Garcelle, I always feel so (laughs) small-breasted. I did like that. Like, she, Sutton is a great housewife. I just think she's just bizarre. She's bizarre, bizarre. a fantastic housewife. She, because she, she, her perspective 
is not influenced by reality. Yeah. And that's yes. the best kind of girl. God, that's brilliant. That That is but we, I don't want one housewife's perspective to be influenced by reality. And I guess that's why Crystal, I like her as a human. I would be friends with her, but she's very grounded in reality, which is not where I need her personally. I also with Sutton, I lo- she has multiple times and I think identified as an empath. And I think that the craziest people I know self-identify as empaths. <laughs> They're just like, I can't help it. I'm an empath. And it's like, you're not. Anyone that's stating that aloud all the time, it's like, Something I don't know. They just never are. I think it's the way they counteract their narcissism. Okay, I'm going to say as a Pisces, I feel like I'm an empath. Look, I do too. <laughs> I have never thought I was an empath. <laughs> so What's maybe- your sign, Danielle? I'm Capricorn, of course. Because you're yeah. so rooted We're in the rooted earth. We're rooted like, in the ground. We're rooted yeah, in reality. No, We're no water sign here. Casey's a Scorpio, so there's a lot of... But, but I mean, my, the most unhinged sign... You could possibly oh, have. Oh, we know. <laughs> We're speaking of empaths. The what? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what? What she said when she goes, "I don't do well with guns and burglaries." Like who does, bitch? Like who does well with guns and burglaries? That's just like so. That's why I had to talk about my hard day. It was so strange. It was really not rooted in reality because a regular person, a person, even a person who's who's absolutely narcissistic would say, oh, it appears you are calling me out for doing something wrong. I'm sorry. And like fake it. But she is not. She rejects the premise of the question. <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah. Um, to wrap up Beverly Hills, I, I will say that. I think Kyle is a genius in a way because the way she said on camera, she made sure to work in when we were talking about Holly and she's like, it was kind of quiet, but she goes, the director said I could be in the next one. And I was like, now she's holding him accountable. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, number one movie in Hollywood. Nothing we, to shake a stick nothing. at. Nothing. I also wanted to say one more thing about Beverly Hills, which is I was very upset that PK was talking about that the robbers missed the jewels and where they were. I just felt like, PK, like, what are we... We're asking for more. Like, you're saying they didn't get the jewels. Here's what they got. They didn't get all these things. Here's where we keep them. That to me felt like, I don't know, just bad, bad PR. Tough. I'll say, I'll I'll add one more thing about Beverly Hills, which is when Erica Jane pitched a threesome with Harry and Lisa. Oh, God. Would you guys, how much would you pay to watch that? Oh, millions of dollars. I would pay to not watch it. I want to hear about it. Someone to tell me about it. But I don't want to think of you. Erica's like a pillow princess, just like lying there like a limp dead rat. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. I think Lisa, well, I think Lisa's the opposite of that, where she's like, yeah, baby, yeah, yeah baby, yeah, baby. Yeah. And then she's yeah. like, oh, I'm not fucking him. He went to get a glass of water. I didn't even realize because I'm performing <laughs> this entire oh, thing. Gosh. Like he's not even under her anymore, but she's like, give it to me, Harry. Oh, oh, he went to to get some water. Put put a tent up in the backyard. He went to make a blueberry cobbler. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I, I, you know, anything else the way I'm excited for this season? I I love watching the men talk about shaking hands as the women are fighting. (laughs) That was really nice. I'm really excited for, I'm excited for Diana. I'm sorry, but we need a woman who's like so outlandishly wealthy, who has a really cool accent, who is not afraid to be mean. I miss Yolanda Hadid. And this, and she is, this is the Phoenix rising from the ashes. This is the, it's like reincarnation really. 
You're absolutely right. And now, do you think it's shady that they're subtitling her? They are. I didn't notice. I So I watch all TV with subtitles because I love to read. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love to read. I love reading. Yeah, because it's like, what? Is, this is this is text. This is Shakespeare. I do like, too. It's really, it's alive. I watch it all with subtitles, so I didn't notice. I watch them all with subtitles. <laughs> Okay. Wow, guys. Wow. Yeah. There. And and then I was kind of like, can I not understand her? I feel like I can. But I. I so you know, sometimes they like to be shady like that. I I I appreciate subtitles. I think it adds. Like I like that it's international. The Real Housewives of Dubai trailer. Like I want to feel like I'm nowhere and everywhere at once. So I appreciate. I appreciate the culture. nowhere and everywhere at once. Wow. Okay. Let's take a quick break, and we need to come back with Atlanta. We're back. Z-Way, where are you with Atlanta this season? We have Marlo's Got a Peach. We have an oh, yes. Olympian. Um, we have no Portia. We have Kenya's back in full force. We have Ralph. We have Ralph. Ralph? My goodness gracious. That man has such a dark energy. What was he doing in Tampa? Nobody he knows. Hates his, no one knows. But we. I think we kind of know. I think we kind of I don't like, know. I don't know. Might he have been at a strip club? Might he have been with a girl? Sure. But it seems so much more ominous than that. Well, and then there was an accusation at Brooklyn's 19th millionth tea party birthday that he was perhaps with a gentleman. We don't know. Don't know. I do know that all of these women on these shows, these housewife shows, have such messy assistants. That, oh my like, gosh. It's just. Where's the NDA? I Where's know. The- We've never had a messier person than Anthony. <laughs> yeah. Ever. <laughs> Ever. Assisting Sheree and Drew. And why did Drew and Ralph have three assistants? And, but why, why don't they hire their assistants as full-time? And they won't have the problem. Well, because mo- one of them try- is, try- is fucking Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's right. Giving a massage. Oh. Like, this is... Oh, my God. But, and then we, but we've also... We've shared assistants before. Remember, there's Karen's assistant who also works in... Matt. A, yes, who also works in an office. But I think he also... Well, Jen Shaw's assistant, of course. Yes. We've had some really tough assistants. Oh, Stu. <laughs> okay, so I think the lesson here is abolish assistants, defund, <laughs> reallocate. They're not worth it. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Provide mental health instead of... um, Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, Anthony does make me laugh. He's coming in so full force. He's like crafting lines in the car. Like he's ready to play. Now, I'm really enjoying Candy this this season. Oh, Candy. So Candy is fighting for her life. As the last remaining, like, she's like the OG that's been there since season two, question mark. So she, I, what I appreciate about Candy is that she is going to give us story and plot this season. And I... I don't want to talk negatively about her because I do respect her and I do think she's going to EGOT. But I will say that we are watching her marriage in its in a in a difficult time right before our eyes. You know, Britney Spears had a famous shirt that said "Dump him." I'm not saying that was directed at anyone in particular, but you think it was aimed at Candy? <laughs> I just want Todd to know his place in the relationship, and you know what I mean, like. Why can't he have his own career produce? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I know that's what he's saying. He's like, well, you didn't put me in on this. So I'm, I don't have to put you in on my Having to remodel a house on the Hudson? I don't know, but it's just like, Todd, go produce your own things. I want, and I, maybe she thinks he helps her, but I think it's detrimental for some relationships, especially when they start out so unevenly to, so 
You get your career, Candy has here hers, and so then you won't have this resentment over who's doing what. To me, marrying Candy Burris and being mad that she works all the time is like microwaving a hot pocket and being upset that it's hot. <laughs> like it's it is it is it's it is in the description. Like you you know what you signed up for. Neither oh, you're on the team or you're not. Like I just don't think I think it's. And I, I cannot stand a, a woman who's in a relationship where the guy is undermining her at all turns like that. Come on. Come on. Yep. Especially a mom. Like, it's such a low blow for him to make her feel like she's not there for her kids Ugh. when it's clear she's such a great mom. And it's, again, like, who's funding old lady gang? Like, who's doing all this, sir? He wants her to be the theme song and be talent and not EP. It That's doesn't make crazy sense. It doesn't make sense. to me. It does not make sense. Sense. And he knows deep in his heart that the only reason, and, and that's all like facial stuff. Like he wants her face on it. He just doesn't want her brand on it. And that is shady as fuck. But I wish them well. Oh, always wish them well. And I think you're right. Candy is giving us, I think she, she seems like she's more invested this season. I'm, she's, com- she's coming to play because she has to. Yeah. Nini's yeah. dead. Portia is dead. Who will carry the torch? And now we've got Sheree back. Okay. And you know, I love Sheba Sheree. Yeah. Did you see her Google shirt that said joggers? Oh, I love I was like, where do I get one? I Googled where to get the jogger shirt. But it's so brilliant because it's like, but we all Google and there's nothing, you know? No. She she's had so much time to get this together. You don't need that many resources. Yeah, Brooks Marks got a tracksuit on the market in two hours. That's true. Sweet. Do you think you'll what will come to market first? Sonia Morgan's toasters or spring jo- summer joggers? <laughs> I don't trust uh, either of them. Neither of them will see the light of, of the day. <laughs> I have one more quick thing to say about Candy and Todd. Because you were like, we're watching their marriage falter. But when Candy's like, I mean, I guess things have like fallen off with our sex life. We're just having it like three or four times a week. I was like, what? what? Oh, whoa. I missed that. That's a lot. That's a lot. And they've been- I do not have sex that often. <laughs> Candy was like, I need to like step it up. And I was just like, Todd should be. We have two so young fucking... kids too. Yeah. Yeah. And they've been married for like eight years. Wow. I'm like, how many times does he need it? How many times does he want it? Now, Z Way, this is with no, you know, remark to anyone's bodies, but, you know, we were discussing it's it's a little tough with Marlo's business, Lekai. Oh my gosh. That you have to, you know, be Marlo's size to. Right. It just has a very specific requirement, kind of a narrower audience. Now, would you ever rent from L'Archive? L'Archive? I, w- I, w- I think, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I want to try myself, but I'm like, can I alter things? I mean, I would need to put in like panels in the back. The rates you know? are really high. $2,500 for a rental. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a piece. That's a new piece. But hey, a business woman we support. We support women in STEM. We support women in, you know, STEM wear. I don't know. STEM wear. I, I don't know. I don't know. Stop. I don't know. Women in STEM wear. Yes. Women in STEM wear. <laughs> I, uh, I have a question about the tea party and the shade game at the at the child's tea party. Where do you stand on this game? Well, I think that Cynthia Bailey is old residuals because that was literally what she did in Ultimate Girls Trip and everyone got really mad at her. Who's uh, <laughs> the shady, shady cube? I, I mean, I, what I, my favorite part was the, the blonde woman walking in and saying, I'm going to get blackout drunk 
and then absolutely yelling at all of the Black women. (laughs) It (laughs) was. Her behavior was so embarrassing. I felt embarrassed. You know, I'm like, she's she's reprehensible, and I'm feeling... It was so awful when she It was so awesome. I think you mean the word awesome. It was hilarious. I I wish I I could interview her. I have so many questions. How did she meet Kenya? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And I like when Marlo just turned to the woman next to her who was white and was like, you're okay. Ah! But like that's <laughs> that really woman bad. was having the time of her life, and she had a child yeah. on her lap. She was like, I know, but she I know. was like having too much fun. I was like, it's all craziness here. <laughs> She's like, who's who did she suck off in the locker room? She was like antagonizing. <laughs> she was ah! having the and literally had a child on her lap and was like, I am here for this. Like, I let's know. keep going. Like that would have been me. I would have been like, oh, Sydney's fine. It's fine. Like, let's keep going. Yeah, let's. Are you kidding? Sydney would have been writing notes in yes. the, the hat. <laughs> <laughs> she would have had some shade. She did. But Sydney, the, we went to play basketball last night, and I had been trying to get the ball in forever, forever, forever. And Sydney's getting it in great. because, And I couldn't. Finally, I get it. And Sydney goes to me, well, that was an hour of my life I can't get back. Oh! <laughs> bitch! Wow. She, an hour she I said, can't that was an hour back. of my life I can't get back. Basically, like, watching you fail. Yes! <laughs> Icon, icon, housewife in the making. She is. She really, she would be perfect. Yes, I did truly. call her out on that, but it did make me laugh. It's hard to like chastise your child and laugh at what they say to you. If, it, if it's funny, it doesn't matter. That's what I always say. No, I just don't want it to do it to other people without a sense of humor. But if it's televised, it. it's worth it. It might be a hit True. show. You never know. Now, I, I'm really, I really love Drew. You like Drew? I do too. Yes. Y'all, your taste's questionable. I <laughs> Why? Li- I liked Drew until the pastor last season, and I was like, this makes no sense. And Drew- <laughs> I, I forgot she, about the pastor. Okay. That was wild. I like Drew's- what, Drew brings the best story one-on-one with her husband because he hates her. And then in the group, she is reaching- She's so- She's messy. So messy. Like, she'll just be hanging out and she'll be like, Sheree, I heard you're broke. It's like, what? What are you? We're at a children's birthday party. Like, what are you? Why are you waving your finger? I don't know. Mid, I, mid on Drew. Mid on Drew. I like okay, her. Okay, you're mid. I like her. What do you like about her? I like her, her because of the pastor. Sweet? I like her because of the pastor. I like her for her troubles. You know what I mean? Like, I like that she's doing this. I also feel like where I am in my career, I like relate to Drew. I'm like, we're kind of similar ages. Like, we're both actresses where you like, you may have heard of us. You may not. I mean, I put her above me, but it, there's just something, a kinship I feel with Drew. And like, I think she's pretty and I think she've, she's nice. And I felt bad for her and she was crying at that dinner. Oh, I that, that was happened. sad. Where someone does something for you and then you destroy it and you don't want to be doing it, but you do. And when she was just cutting her steak at the end by herself. No, she had every right to destroy that dinner because he was out of pocket. Oh, he's he's the scariest type of... <laughs> what do you mean? Like, oh, she should... No, she, she should have called him out. He's because- the scariest type <laughs> of husband to me in the sense where it's like, I'm doing something nice for you, so you better like appreciate that like i'm being good right now so this erases everything that i haven't told you about like again like it's just to me a red flag when there's that sort of husband that's just i don't know where he's just like hiding things so he does something nice so that he doesn't have to deal with the stuff that he's hidden yeah i too would suggest that you know the way he actively hates his wife is a problem <laughs> mm. <laughs> so many husbands actively hate their wives like T. And two of them got uh, separated this week, Ryan and uh, Dr. Jen. And uh, what's that woman's name? Lisa Hotchkin, oh, whatever Lisa her husband and, left her. And, and uh, Lenny, yes. Lenny, Lisa and Lenny. So th- 
Lisa and Lenny. I'm sad about that. Lenny he hated that man. No, but he hated her. He, he, he hated, hated her. her. He was another one that scares the shit out of me. Like he mm. so viscerally hated his wife and his parents hated her and he was so mean to her and she was so desperate. I'm not saying she's a good person, but she was so desperate for his love and his money. It was rough to watch. Really quick, can we just touch on Kenya and where are you with Marlo having her peach and and Kenya? Okay, Marlo, I'm happy for Marlo having her peach. I mean, she was doing a lot of like, after getting read like that by Eva, I think she deserved uh, a peach. Because it's like, if you're going to be humiliated, you should get a pay raise. And then where do I stand on Kenya? I think Kenya is the, she's the straw that stirs a drink. She's so necessary. I think she moves plot along. Um, Her and Mark, I feel bad. I, I I like that she has a daughter and she loves her daughter. That's beautiful. I feel like I love Kenya. I, I, like I just Kenya. love everything she provides. And she does seem happier this season, which I do like to see. Uh, Marlo really made me laugh. I forget who she said it to. And maybe it was in an upcoming where she was basically like, if you do this for me, like, I'll tell you where I got my money. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> I know where I want to know. I, I want to interview Marlo and get to the root of that, like long form tax returns. I have so many questions that I'd love. Right. You want her to just open up her open yeah. up the books. Yeah. 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 I'm curious. In fact, I actually want financial advice from her. I think so. I- I'm so un unbothered by it. I'm like, wherever it is, I love it. She's taking care of these nephews. Love it. I don't have questions like that about my friends. Maybe I'm not curious enough, but I'm like, okay, cool. She's paying. <laughs> right? That's what I mean. Like, good for you. Yeah. Like, money's there. <laughs> the end. Um, that seems to be a huge housewives trope in general. Like, where do you get your money? How do you keep your money? Where is your money hiding? What are your tax returns? What are you paying? Like, I've Several never- of them have been arrested yeah, for these very questions. That is true. But I've never asked one of my friends, where do you get your money and, and and nor have I inquired. Like, never have I even thought about it. It just feels like they have money. That's why we would be bad housewives. Because we we are not confronting people on camera about their personal finances. We are not. Well, you are lawsuits. actually on your show. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but not our friends. Not our friends. <laughs> okay, can we take a break and just come back with New Jersey's? Yes. Today? This week's wow. New Jersey. Where, where are you? We haven't spoken to you really about New mm. Jersey. So where are you? Yeah, are you in this season? I well, so I love Jersey. I think it's it is Shakespearean. It's like the family drama of it all is so rich. Where do I stand? Okay, I like Jennifer Aiden is my favorite character. I'm sorry, I do think that she's really funny and she has great quips and she, I don't know. She seems like a really interesting person. Her. I will also say her new nose has really grown on me. I've sort of forgotten about it, which I didn't think I would. So I feel like that that is a testament to her personality. We're like, I'm forgetting sort of her nose despite her face. You know what I mean? Which- yeah, the landscape has changed, but it's like, it's, I've settled. I've settled, I've settled. into it. Yeah. Is, isn't that her tagline? Like, I, my nose will settle? Maybe I made that up. No, it is something about it. Like, my face may be different, but... My nose is the same. <laughs> yeah, like I, my chin is an implant, but I'm taking it or on maybe the chin like, too. Uh, my nose may be different, but I can still smell bullshit or something I smell like bullshit. that. Yeah, 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 but I love her. I love. I love Jennifer. She is so good for the show. I've like. It's hard because she's making a lot of enemies, and so she's running out of friends. That's hard. Well, Dolores Catania came out this week and called her a, the, called her a cunt. 
Oh yeah. And that's like to get that, to evoke that. Right. From Dor- Dolores. Like Dolores is so kind of graceful about like Frank leaving her when she was pregnant. She's like, well, he did what he did. Oh, that was tough to hear that when Dolores said to him, call, call this woman right now and tell her, you know, you don't want anything to do with her. And he was like, can't do it. You know, like that is a tough. Wait, are we part of the problem? Because we're like, we love Frank. And then we hear this and we're like, I, I don't see it. I don't hear it. Like, are we I, I, complicit? I, I hear no evil, see no I evil think with Frank. I've divided I like him Frank. into two different people. Whereas like before Frank, like young Frank and like old Frank. They're, to me, I've just, I've had to, again, I've compartmentalized yep. who they are. I accept Frank. You, you like, you like, you accept him. I do. I'm like, oh, he took too many steroids. He has no balls. Like he lives with David. Just like, I'm like, okay. <laughs> and he called her man a Buzz Lightyear. Is that the worst thing to say to somebody? <laughs> I mean, people called, um, God, I don't even want to say, called um, Heather Shrek. I mean. Not people. It was specifically her friend, Jen Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, uh, actually, that was one of the worst things that we have heard. On that was show. Terrible, 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 terrible. Speaking of men who seem to hate their wives, oh, I'm yes. going to go out on a limb and say something. Say it. I don't think Louie likes Teresa. <gasps> wow. I don't. You think that he's using her for... I do. And I actually like him. Now, I like him with the caveat that, like, if he indeed, if I'm taking him at his word, okay, with yeah. what's happened in his past. So, like, let's just put his past over here. Okay. If over there. your boyfriend, okay, you're in a fight to the death with a woman, like, went up and, like, knelt down and basically, like, he held Marge's face in his hands and was like, I believed you. <laughs> like, I basically, like, I love you. I'm sorry. And Teresa's like, you fucking bitch. Like, he, I don't know. I'm like. He, I think when he was like, if you love me, you will stop. Like, you're embarrassing yourself. I'm just like, wow. You guys disagree? I don't even know. Danielle, what do you think? Here's what I think. I think Teresa is a hurricane, right? And I yeah. think he likes the hurricane. He does like the fame. I do believe it, even if it got him fired from his job or whatever. But I think... No, but like the company he founded, I thought. Yeah, or that's so weird to get fired from the company you founded. Yes. But I think he loves her. I think he loves this, but he's trying to cage this animal. I think he's embarrassed by her. But he's not going to be able to cage her. And so... When she gets like this. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think Mm. it's a mistake to say, like, calm down, you're embarrassing yourself to somebody who is so high that they're not going to take that on. They're not going to, like, they'll just, they'll be like, I'm not going to calm down. You know, you have to get someone, especially like Teresa, and I have people in my life like Teresa for sure, where you have to get them where they're like they're calm, and then you can talk to them. Where it's so, what would you if okay if your significant other was reacting like Teresa, what would you what would you say? I think I would say, I would say like, hey, enough, stop, and then I'd leave. Yeah. I'd leave, leave the situation. I would leave. Yeah. I would just be yeah. like, I'm leaving the situation. You're not going to be calm. I just wouldn't be with someone like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I I feel the it's same embarrassing. Way. It is, I think, it is embarrassing. The way she's, I loved her in Ultimate Girls Trip. I was like, what a fun, what a fun girl. Like, she's so cool. She seems so nice. Yeah, I was and like, then, this is the real trait. Right? And then you watch her this season and it's like, you're mad at her because she had a wedding when you were pregnant. You have four kids. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't track. So, I don't, she's, I don't get her. I don't get it. 
Now, I will say with Melissa, like we've been saying all this whole season and we've gotten a little confirmation that like Melissa is the problem on a level. But I'll also the way she's reveling in people turning on Shisa is a bad color on her. And our friend Akila texted us, which really made me laugh. Melissa's dead weight. And I agree. I mean, what they said that it was it's the, the show is Teresa Giudice and by by extension, Joe Gorga and by extension, Melissa, unfortunately. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. They didn't even show. OK, I don't want to be mean, but I will say that they, they showed the the like sweet 16 that she'd been talking about all season as a flashback. They didn't. You know, she thought that was going to wow. make it on air and that didn't. That's honestly one of the rudest things anyone's ever said. I, I don't it's so it. no, it's so good, Z-Way, and it's so important. The only thing worse is that, and I didn't know this wow. until Deanna Chang wow. told us today, was that Tiki Barber's wife was there filming for seven hours and not a frame, not a frame I made know. it onto the reunion. They, they used her for Tiki. They were like, he's not going to be here, neither are you. And that is cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. Not a frame they gave her. Full glam. Okay. How about Andy's outburst? (laughs) Oh, my God. So I hated it. I felt bad. For him or for the gals? For the girls. He was pissed. He was was mad. He said, shut up. I have a dinner reservation. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. And I think he really did want to get to that reservation. Yeah. Genuinely. Maybe it was that time he was going out for dinner with us, Casey. Oh my gosh, that would be awesome. Part of Housewives lore. And Jackie, okay, I have an idea. I want to float this to you guys. And I was like, uh, do you think there's anything to at the reunion, okay? Mm. Everything happens. And then you know when they pass out like the shots or like the coconut or whatever the hell it is, like rum coconut shots. I believe Andy should then reveal who's staying, who's going, who's demoted to I would love that. (gasps) That would be amazing, Casey. I would love that. I know it's not a game show, so maybe that's like... But what we're missing is the women processing this in real time. Yeah. The survivor of it all that's like, you're going home. You were voted off the island. Wow. And maybe some of the producers are huddling up and we find out they actually are like, all right, actually based on her performance since reunion, like we're going to give her... So maybe it's like... callbacks for cheerleading is the only thing where it's like, okay, we kind of made our decisions, but you have one last, we this, got one more this slot. reunion is really going to make or break it. And so they have the reunion, then everybody goes back to their trailers and they make their final decisions. Like when you're watching them, like hey, this yes. person, that person, this is good. I would have loved for them to say to Jackie, like, and we're, we wish you so well and we'll see you a little bit because you have been demoted to friend. She's been demoted to friend? Mm-hmm. <gasps> wow. You're breaking the news to me. You should film this reaction. <laughs> wow. That's wild, but I get it. But that's yeah. wild. I think our storylines like come, run its course. Oh, God. That is so problematic. <laughs> tough. 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 <laughs> what? Was that bad? I just meant, no, I mean, she's on the path to recovery. I feel like she's in a good place. That's what I meant. I thought... Like I didn't think you meant Casey was tough. I thought you meant the the producers were tough for being like. Yeah, I think yeah, I, I don't mean Casey was tough. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I thought like, you meant no, me. I, think I was, she meant uh, the producers. Okay. Like like no. you 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 revealed right, to like, us woo. your 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 deepest darkest. Like you've helped all these <laughs> right. people. See us. <laughs> like, I just think about Jules. Tough. It's tough. It's all. It's hard to process. It's hard to process. Jules. Tough. 
Jules very hard to process. Jules <laughs> of the fork in the cow zone, Jules. Wow. I, I think that Jules should have had a, multiple seasons, but let's not get into me relitigating the past. That would be like relitigating the past. What do you, I think Jules was a great housewife. What do you think I'm of Cindy Barshop? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. And remember the contractor? Um, Barb. Barbara. Barb. I just rewatched that season and I was like, wow, Tinsley should have her own show. Um, throwing that out there. I'm a, I'm a Tinsaholic. <laughs> Addicted to her. Addicted. Stop it. I am. I just think she was incredible. A tinsaholic. No, do you guys like Marge? Because do you think Marge, what do you guys think of Marge and all this? Because I have the. I okay, feel, let's hear him. Please go ahead. Me. You go. Well, my feelings are that like Team Jennifer, I do think what Marge did was kind of mean. I don't know. I agree. I wrote that down. I'm like, why can't Marge understand yeah. that it's just hurtful? Like, it doesn't matter. Does she know? Does she not know? Has she made peace with it? Has she not? Like, Marge is acting like it's so insane that Jen had a reaction to that. And, like, Marge's kids are on the show. Like, her other family isn't on the show. Like, I get being protective of the people, the extensions of yourself that are on camera. I get that. I also think that Marge has let it all out herself. Marge has been the one to disclose everything, and she didn't give Jen that opportunity to disclose it. Again, has Jen been awful to her and said the worst things to her, of course. But yes. that was a tough run when Marge was like, and she said this and this. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, They're yeah. They're not okay. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no. do like Marge. I really do. I, Marge, I've met Marge. Marge is as sweet as apple pie. So kind. Um, but their characters, the, the, these women are lovely people. I wish them all well. I hope they're my friends. But then I see them on TV and I'm like, die. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. they're like, oh, what darbies. do you think this podcast yes. is? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I also, I will say one thing that I did feel. I felt Marge was actually a bit out of line with the Teresa Louis stuff. And I feel like nobody saw that at all. I just felt like she was acting as though her intentions were so pure. Like, I just wanted to make sure my friend was good. But she was saying this to all the women first. Like, yeah. I just don't buy that. It's also fake. It's really fake to be like, well, I was trying to make him look good. Well, it's like, well, aren't we supposed to be living out loud? Like, like a grounded reality where we're not trying to manipulate the storylines? I'm, mm. I'm somewhere in the middle. I don't not agree with you ladies, which is, I do think like, Marge, don't pretend you were trying to do something good. That's bullshit. Yeah. But I also think when you try and hide stuff from the show, it's going to come out. And whether it's, it's going to be one of the women. But Marge just saw it in the paper. I don't think Marge did anything no, else but, like, pick uh, no. up the daily fucking news and then brought it to the show. That's her goddamn job, you guys. That's yeah. the job. That's what we signed up for. Jen. That's it. Or, not sorry, Jen. The Jen, the Jen stuff was different, but the Teresa stuff, that's in the fucking news. So she's doing her job as a housewife, and Teresa's pissed about it, and Teresa's doing... Oh, sorry, I just kept hit the mic. Um, and Teresa's doing her job as a housewife. So that We support women in STEM. You're right. Thank and you. you're right. Like, and STEMware. And STEMware. And, STEMware. And, and also, like, Teresa is absolutely wild for her to be like, never talk about anything. Never, never say anything bad. Like, she has soldiers. I do think that... But also, like... Do I wish I had my own like like guerrilla warfare people to like <laughs> argue everything for me? I don't know. Seems like a nice setup. It seems nice. Seaway, you're the best. We're gonna wrap up with you. Uh, I just want everyone to watch season two of your show. Yes. It's such a great 
fucking show. And Thank I'm so you. proud of you. And it makes me it's laugh in a wonderful. way no other show ever on TV has ever made me laugh. Like truly guffawing. It's so you impressive. Oh, thank you. I'm I'm glad. This and even the quotes you said this episode, I'm just really laughing hard at. Well, I'd like to extend my invitation to invite you ladies on. I know you Please. said no last time and the time before that, but I, I you asking. know what? I accept. I accept as well. I accept. I accept. <laughs> we accept. Thank you, Z-Way. You're the best as always. Uh, Z-Way streaming on Showtime. Perfect. Bye, Z-Way. Bye, guys. <laughs>